Well, hello, my good friend. It is so great to be back with you once again. I missed you during my brief reprieve, but I had a great couple days out of town. I went traveling and exploring to places that were recommendations from one of my former guests, which I'm always glad to do. I'll tell you where I went here in just a few. Also, get ready for the continuation of festival season. It is now in full swing, and we've got plenty more to come this summer. Today, we're going to focus our attention on the Master Musicians Festival. It is coming up in Somerset, July 15th and 16th. It has become a southeastern Kentucky tradition, although Somerset could almost pass for South Central Kentucky, too. It just depends on who you are and where you prefer Somerset to be, I guess. But it's been going on for almost 30 years, and it's still going strong, to say the least. So we'll talk about the tradition, what you've got to look forward to, and why you should definitely, by all means, make plans to attend this year, regardless of how far you are away from Somerset. So strap yourself in and get ready to talk about some music and much, much more on Blabbing in the Bluegrass, Episode 1 of Season 6. Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Albany to Adairville, Ashland to Alberton, nobody but nobody covers the Commonwealth quite like we do here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass as we thoughtfully and faithfully explore and celebrate all things Kentucky. I'm Sam Moore here at the remarkably ritzy North Quail Motel in precious Henderson KY. Glad to be back, although I had a great little mini vacation, if you will. I always listen closely to what my guests have to say and their recommendations. I hope you do too, because my mini vacation last week came at the hands of suggestions from the Glasgow Barron County Tourism Director, McLean Lesenberry. We had her on the show, I guess it was about a month and a half, maybe two months ago at this point. But uh, first we stopped in Bowling Green and we uh, ate lunch, my mom and I did, at uh, one of our favorite establishments there. Then we slid over to my alma mater, Western Kentucky University, and we took a little stroll through campus. You'll be glad to know that it's still in one piece. I know everybody will sleep better to get tonight knowing that. And uh, anyway, after we... Uh, Stopped and strolled through Western. We hightailed it to Glasgow, and we stayed there for a few days. Went to a place called The Little Taste of Texas, which was a wonderful restaurant recommendation 
from McLean Lesenberry, the uh, Glasgow Tourism Director. And I tell you, the place looks nothing like the size of Texas from the outside. Very little place, but I tell you, looks can be deceiving because it was excellent. The food was every bit the size of Texas. And to prove it, Mom and I tried to split a yellow rose, which is their version of a blooming onion. And between the two of us, we could not finish it. In fact, we... Barely made it through half of that yellow rose. It was really enough for about four or five people. Then I ordered a uh, Monterey chicken sandwich, which I could barely wrap my hands around when it got to the table. I added bacon. That made it a little bigger, I know. But, of course, it had uh, sautéed mushrooms on it, onions. Boy, that thing was was a beast. And it was quite delicious. I'm lucky I finished it. I did not finish the ample supply of uh, fries they gave me. In fact, it was a more than ample supply. So, <laughs> i tell you what, just come hungry. For the record, when you go to Little Taste of Texas, do not show up halfway ready to eat, or you're going <laughs> to you're going to need more than one to-go box, that's for sure. But anyhow, I did that carry out a dessert from there because I could not resist their pecan cobbler. And uh, three or four hours later, I uh, ate on it at the motel. Boy, it was scrumptious, to say the least. So when you go get the uh, pecan cobbler, you will not regret it. Mom got blackberry cobbler, and she enjoyed that as well. But Little Taste of Texas is a, a great dining option in Glasgow. And then we went to Barren River Lake State Park. Wish the weather would have cooperated, but we enjoyed ourselves nonetheless. And we visited the Driftwood, which is the restaurant at the uh, Barren River Lake State Park Lodge. And it was quite tasty. Some of the best catfish I've ever put in my mouth. It was delicious, I'm telling you. And then we had a, a dessert that was sort of like a dirt cake, but it had peanut butter in it. I guess chocolate peanut butter cake is the best way that uh, I can describe it. Mom had some too. We both ate our share and devoured it in no time flat. Even though we were full after the catfish that we had eaten, it just sort of slid right down. That chocolate peanut butter cake was heavenly and almost effortless to destroy. We uh, did it in no time flat, so make sure you go to the Driftwood while you uh, venture through Barren River Lake State Park and uh, take your boat out on the water, hike, and do whatever else that life calls for in the park while you're there. But I definitely had a wonderful time. Glad to be back and look forward to my next trip to the uh, Glasgow Barron County region. But for now, we're going to head to Somerset and get ready for Master Musicians Festival. It's coming up in the middle of July, and Tiffany Finley, the executive director of the festival, is going to tell us all about it. They've got a number of uh, great acts lined up for this year, as always. Some of them you will have undoubtedly heard of. Some of them you won't. But once you hear them once, you're definitely going to want to hear them again. You're going to be hooked. It's always great. The musicians are fabulous, regardless of how well-known or not they are when they come to Master Musicians Festival. And nobody leaves without a smile on their face. Or if they do, it's their own fault. Let's put it that way. So McLean's going to fill us in with all the details momentarily before we get to... Actually, not McLean. McLean is the uh, Glasgow Tourism Director. I just claimed, I just came from Glasgow, so, uh, you know, she's she's still in my... She, she's still in my head because of all of her recommendations. But Tiffany, Tiffany Finley, that's who we're going to hear from. She's standing by with the Master Musicians Festival details 
promptly. But before we get to Tiffany, I have a bluegrass brain buster hot off the press. The, the goal is to do one of these each and every week, okay? So we'll give you the question now. We'll let you think on it while you get in the uh, festival spirits with uh, my conversation with Tiffany Finley from Somerset. And we will give you the answer at the conclusion of today's program. So this is a good one for all of my history buffs out there in podcast land. I want to know what was the biggest battle in the Civil War fought in Kentucky? What was the biggest Civil War battle fought here in the Commonwealth? You think on that, get the wheel spinning, and we will reveal the answer in the show's final segments. Good luck. It's a fabulous festival feature on Blabbit in the Bluegrass. Well, a bunch of music and a bunch of fun is about to invade Somerset, Kentucky in the middle of July. It's going to be, regardless of what kind of music that you're into and uh, what your tastes are, it's just going to be a, a big old time. It's been going on since 1994, and that does not happen by accident. So we're going to talk about the tradition and the lineup for this year, what we can look forward to. Most importantly, how we can purchase tickets. And here with me to discuss these important items is the executive director of the Master Musicians Festival in Somerset, Kentucky. Please welcome to the podcast stage, Miss Tiffany Finley. Hello, thanks for having me. Tiffany, we are so glad that you are here. Now, you were telling me that in addition to serving as executive director of the uh, Master Musicians Festival, you are the president of the Somerset Chamber of Commerce. So you probably don't sleep much, do you? Oh, well, um, right. Exactly. I haven't been sleeping very well, but not because of that. I think it's some stress. But, oh. but yes, I am currently serving a one-year term as the president of Somerset Pulaski County Chamber. And, uh, and then executive director of the Master Musicians Festival. It's the labor of love, isn't it, Tiffany? Absolutely. At least it's all fun stuff. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Yeah, it's all stuff that you're passionate about. And, Absolutely. you know, so, since we're about to talk music and playing and singing and all that fun stuff, do you sing yourself, Tiffany? I do not. I am the worst singer probably in America. No. And, but I love it so much. I can't play an instrument. I can't sing. Um, but you don't even sing in the shower. Oh, I do, but it's, <laughs> it's it's not good. And uh, but I do love music so much. I grew up with uh, music all around me uh, with my parents, just both loving music. And um, so I just decided the best way to be involved is to plan. There you go. And you are in sort of a hotbed for music. Somerset is not far off the country music highway at all. And um, that's that's over a little farther east of you. But uh, anyway, did Absolutely. you grow did you uh, grow up in Somerset? Were you born there? Yeah, I mean, my family uh, goes back to Clay County and Laurel County, and even my mother's side in Michigan. But um, I've been in Somerset since I was about uh, four or five years old. So I pretty see. much grew up here. And then I had family in London. You know, the whole divorced parents thing. I spent a lot of time in in London as well. 
Okay, but Summer, you're you're a native. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say we can call you a native at this point. And uh, absolutely, you know, you 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 spread your business around uh, multiple counties in the area, so they all they all got a little taste of Tiffany Finley, shall we say? Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, but uh, music is something that I'm passionate about as well, Tiffany. So tell me how long you've been affiliated with the uh, Master Musicians Festival, and give us a snapshot of the roles and responsibilities you've held um well this festival here that we're going into makes my 13th year being the director of the master musicians festival now i actually it was kind of a unique weird story i started just by emailing the festival saying that i wanted to volunteer but what i didn't realize is that they were going through a change and their director was leaving and they were not in a shape to be able to hire a new director so they asked me if i would come and volunteer but volunteer as the director how about that my very so my very first day with the festival i was the what they called the president and then it was like an executive director role now how often do you get to become a president with zero experience (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now I was doing some community development for our county government at the time. So they thought it was a good fit. And, um, and it wasn't until about, I guess this is my second festival that I've actually been a full time paid um, executive director. I see. So you've, uh, so you've been paid for two years, uh, uh, director for 13. Yeah. And, uh, and it's safe to say that with your community development, you know, that lent itself pretty well to to what you do as a, as director of the I, Master Musicians Festival. Yes. And I had an awesome county judge at the time that really supported me doing that, you know, on the side. So so it, it worked out pretty well for the festival. And to prove that how, to prove how much it's grown through the years since 1994, you just mentioned that you were the executive director full time. So planning and organizing and uh you know ironing out the logistics for this thing it's it, it's pretty much a a year-round effort isn't it it really is and there was a a while there that i was actually working full-time jobs and trying to do this on the side um and my heart was just always with the festival you know not my paying job but the <laughs> but the job that that i really enjoyed to do so it really has grown so much that it it really does need a full-time director and just having a full-time director has made it even grow larger in the last two years. There you go. And it's always nice when, you're, when your heart and your paycheck are both in the same place, right? <laughs> uh, yes, because I've definitely had jobs that my heart was not in. And, uh, there you go. <laughs> I don't love, you know? You know, it's great that they're both in the same place now and you're, uh, you're enjoying what you're doing. Now, um, Describe how the idea of Master Musicians Festival originated, Tiffany, along with the the steps that were taken many moons ago to get this annual event off the ground. Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, I will have to say, I can't speak on it too much because I was 14 when the festival started. I did go to one of the very first ones. Uh, I remember going and they had a punk stage. A punk stage. (laughs) Yeah, you know, as a high schooler, I was like, I'm going to the punk stage, you know. But but, um, but the the legend, you know, the the folklore is that a bunch of uh, people 
that, that was into music got together to start the festival to bring, um, you know, arts and culture to this area, you know, for someone to go and see a concert and experience art, um, they would have to drive to Lexington or Louisville or Nashville. And um, so they basically created it to, to, to bring that to our low and moderate income community. I, you know, obviously I wasn't there when, whenever it started, but I know that they laid the groundwork for an amazing event that can stand the test of time. That yeah, will go while, on. You were, while you were lingering around the punk stage. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew when I was sitting there that this would be my future, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I sure didn't. Gosh, 1994 was the first year. Do you, do you know anything about the lineup in year one? I mean, well, I, I do you know her. I yeah, I was at the punk stage, but the, I do know that um, our very first, because we honor a master musician, it's with our name, our Master Musicians Festival. So we honor a master musician every year, and that year was Mark O'Connor, which I'm hoping secretly, well, not even secretly, because I'm saying it right here, that <laughs> we can bring him back um, next year for our 30th anniversary. I think that would be a very special moment for people that would be awesome considering he was the first one to have him back for a year 30 so mark o'connor hopefully this podcast will find its way to you and mark your calendar for the 2023 yeah yeah third weekend in july master Master musicians festival they they love to have you back i'm very lucky that our chamber of commerce director um has put in a lot of work and he has found all 20 well he's found all but one of the 29 years the lineup posters and he has them framed down in our uh, lobby of the of the chamber so it is really neat to like go through each year and see who all was here that's pretty impressive so if you ever want to you know a a full-blown list of the artists and uh, the the fun that's been had at uh, master musicians festival since it's inception just go to the, the chamber lobby and you can see all the posters <laughs> absolutely it's kind of neat that is kind of neat but uh anyhow of course uh, we've been mentioning 2022 marks the uh, the 29th year of the uh, beloved master musicians festival which debuted way back in 94 so what in your mind tiffany has enabled this time-honored tradition to uh not only survive but thrive for uh, nearly three decades? Um, For me, it's no doubt our community. It's love for it and support. Um, You know, you you walk in the gate, you're immediately greeted by someone like our Rotary Club. We've got our uh, roller derby team serving our bars uh, for tip money. We've got our football teams setting up and breaking down. Um, So it's just really neat that whether it's by monetary or in-kind donation or by volunteering, everyone in the community has a way to get involved. And it's, it's just a really cool feeling um, to hear people say, we, like, what are we doing this year, Tiffany? Who are we getting? Not like, who are you, you know? So um, you can definitely feel that Um, we're definitely the friendliest festival. And I just think that our community um, keeps keeps this thing rolling. Yeah, anytime they say us instead of you, that always 
it makes it feel like more of a, a part of the community I know. And, and, and it, the, the board, like you said, is very strong and faithful and, and loyal. In fact, uh, how many people all told that we have on the volunteer board right now? So our volunteer board is made up of 12 members and gotcha. we lovingly like to call it the suits and hippies because it's, hippies. it really is made up of, you know, different, you know, bankers and lawyers, but then also uh, graphic designers and, and brewery owners and artsy folks, you know, so it is, it does take all kinds to keep um, the festival fun for everyone. So you don't yes. have it just oh, it's all very, you know, hippie or, oh, it's all very, you know, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, or whatever. It doesn't just cater to, to, <laughs> to one, one sector, time. you know, everybody can find something to get into. And uh, you, as, as Miranda Lambert would say for our country music band, it takes all kinds of cons. And yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get a lot of different talents in that volunteer board with a, a lot of different perspectives and that always, uh, that always keeps it fresh and, and lively as well. Now, uh, anytime I feature festivals, Tiffany, like the Master Musicians Festival, which draw large out-of-town crowds typically, I always like to know where people come from. So uh, what are some of the cities, states, and, well, for that matter, countries from which patrons have been known to flock to take in the music and fun? Um, so where are they from? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. 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 Where, where do they come from? Well, all of, when we, we actually can see, cause we use a Eventbrite for our ticketing and we can pull up this map and it shows all the attendees and they're from all over the United States, you know, heavily in the Southeast United States and then even more in Kentucky. But, you know, there's these little dots that pop up and you really can't even see the state of Kentucky or really uh, Indiana and Tennessee because in Ohio, because they're just covered in dots. See, that, <laughs> that's a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Of course, you, you know, the people from uh, those international Kentucky cities like London and Paris, they always show up in droves. Oh, but. absolutely. We're like, we're <laughs> European. Yeah. <laughs> we're international. <laughs> but anyway, that's how you know it's a big deal when you get all those people. And I know it's nice to know when while you're like making your rounds through the festival and the people introduce themselves to you from other places that I know that's got to be heartwarming. Oh, I love that. And I, especially like the people who, We've had a few from Europe, you know, like Sweden has a very huge like Americana um, alt country music scene. And so I remember one year when we had Steve Earle, these people came from Sweden because they were just like, we can't see him here. We've got to come to America. And they were Steve. there from the start of the festival to the end. It was great. Steve Steve Earl's got a big international fan base too. Yeah. And with yeah. all these, and with all these uh, you know, European people showing up in droves, you never know. The action, the 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 big London and Paris might be represented too. But uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if not the, if not already, they will be. I know. Now, unlike um, many other festivals Tiffany which are primarily centered around a specific style of music the uh, the goal of the Master Musicians Festival is to uh, feature tunes and talent that everyone can agree on and we sort of touched on that earlier but enlighten us if you would on the the wide array of genres commonly showcased at the Master Musicians Festival 
Um, yeah, so the the I think the new term is Americana for, you know, we, we like to say we were Americana before Americana was cool because we didn't know that it had a genre, you know, but, right. but, now, but now it's, you know, it's anything from rock to blues. And then we have, you know, we always try to bring something kind of different, like a worldly type of um, performance, whether that be reggae or Celtic or something like that, but sure. um, blues, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's what the festival scene across America has been built on is just that type of Americana music roots music um, that you're not getting here on the radio, but these artists have these amazing fruitful careers um, and huge followings. It's just, especially in Kentucky, we're not hearing those kind of musicians on our radios. Right. And if, if you want proof of all the great music out there that's that's not on the radio, just listen to, to all those uh, great albums that have been done through the years and all those tunes that weren't released as singles. I'm always amazed by all the uh, the great stuff out there that, that hasn't uh, been successful on mainstream. Just because you don't hear it, that doesn't mean that it's not worth listening to Absolutely. Yeah. So that's really what our festival is founded on is just presenting that to you and, and making you realize like we always say come to our festival because you're going to leave like knowing your next, you know, your favorite band. Exactly. You know It'll that. help you to, to broaden your tastes in music, if you will. Absolutely. And, and like you said, always, always something different and, and new to sprinkle into the mix that people maybe don't expect. And do you MC the event, Tiffany? No, I don't. We've we've actually had an MC, a couple of MCs, but the, the the one that has been with us from the start, she was actually on the original board, um, Carrie Francis and Carrie Altmeyer, it was her name, and she she MC, she's been MCing us for us forever. So I'm not gonna take that. She has the greatest voice, and I've got <laughs> other things to do, like make sure people have internet and <laughs> make sure everyone's happy. <laughs> there you go. You, you get a lot of steps during those two days, don't you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Walking around and, and doing yeah. your thing. But uh, anyhow, I know that in years past, Tiffany, the, uh, the festival has hosted highly acclaimed artists like Willie Nelson, Doc Watson, and John Prime, just to name a few. So give us uh, an overview, if you would, of the the well-known, well-respected musicians whose names we should probably know that are scheduled to perform at uh, this year's Master Musicians Festival. Absolutely. So our um, our headliner this year is Grace Potter. And if you're in the festival world, you definitely know who Grace Potter is. She's yes. headlining festivals across the United States. And she is this rocking woman that um, I mean, you, to see one of her shows is an experience and I wouldn't even, although she has had some radio success, uh, with a few songs, um, she is definitely one that you want to see live. And it's really cool because I'm very proud that we're going to have our, um, very first female headliner this year. So sure. And, and yeah. a lot of people in our audience, no doubt, remember that song she did with Kenny Chesney, you and tequila make me crazy. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> <the one. laughs> Most people know, or that stars song. A lot of people know stars, but right. see her live. It doesn't matter what she's singing. You're just going to be, your mind's going to be blown. Oh, yeah, like you're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives, he's closing out Friday and Marty Stewart's just a 
country music legend you know he he's done everything and performed with everyone and um and that's what we want to offer to our audience is you know let's see these masters let's not let's not just do what's the hip thing to do at a music festival like i want to i want to present these people to you that that um have had huge careers and you know just exactly almost an education and i know marty stewart had uh, a number of duets with with travis tripp back in the 90s that uh, no doubt a lot of people enjoy listening to and, and remember well and he's he's a real talent he's also got a lot of uh non-mainstream music that folks definitely need to lend their ears to if uh if they haven't yet so uh marty and and grace among plenty others definitely on the on the docket for uh, mmf this year now uh, one commendable aspect of master musicians festival also tiffany is that it combines the superstars of the uh, past and present with aspiring superstars of the future so why don't you discuss the uh, rising up and comers that are slated to entertain along with perhaps some local slash regional talent that'll be appearing on stage this year. Yeah. So we always, you know, say don't miss a minute because you never know who you're going to see right before they hit it big. And, right. um, you know, we, we can prove that by saying, you know, Tyler Childers played our stage at one o'clock on a Saturday, you know, or yeah, and look where he is now. <laughs> yeah. And the Ava brothers and St. Paul and the broken boats, like all of these bands, um, you know, you can you can kind of wear it as a badge of honor like I saw them win you know so this year I would definitely uh keep an eye out on several people um the Cole Chaney he's a rising Kentucky artist um more regionally boy named Banjo they're out of Nashville I think um I bet they will be one of the fan favorites after the year there's always that one person that just no one really knows about here and it really just Sure, blows sure. their mind and everyone's talking about I'm going to probably say that's going to be boy named banjo but all the Kentucky artists that we have like like Cole and SG Goodman and Eric Bolander and Justin Wells um those are all people that are huge in the Kentucky music scene right now and just to be able to showcase that those people to our to our festival goers they're really going to be uh pleased when they get to see their sets see and now cole is is he from from somerset or what part of kentucky is cole from? no i think he's from the ashland area okay um, so northeastern kentucky i mm-hmm. ah, gotcha so plenty of plenty of great talent there and uh, uh one of our fellow kentuckians who has now hit the big time to say the least is uh chris stapleton i'm just curious has chris stapleton ever taken the master musicians festival stage no but that's a great story because we actually had an offer in on chris chris stapleton and we submitted it one hour before his big performance on tv with justin timberlake one hour just broke the internet (laughs) one hour before we we put that offer in and then we're all at home we watch we're all like oh let's watch him on the i think it was the cmas maybe and we were all just like we were texting back and forth like oh man there's no way now that we can afford him oh yeah after after that groundbreaking performance they tried to make it work 
Yeah. So it just, you know, we knew it was a long shot after that and it didn't end up working out. So, well, that's, you know, that's, that's our goal is to try to get right before that happens. I know that Chris Stapleton would enjoy making an appearance uh, at some point. That uh, You never know. You never exactly, know. Exactly. <laughs> never, never say never. Now it's no secret that um, food and music go hand in hand. And while patrons feast their ears on marvelous music they can feast their face on a variety of uh, fabulous concessions while they're taking in the festival so take us through the the splendid food selection <laughs> that'll be available for purchase on site yeah i will note some of them we we have 13 food vendors every year and make sure that none of them repeat cuis uh, cuisines so Right. You're not going to have two pizza places is what I mean. So, so we've got the rolling pizza oven out of Lexington. You know, they make the pizza right there in front of you. They convert it like an old um, storage car mm. pizza oven. It is so delicious. It's worth the wait. Um, another one I really love is a, a local favorite, which is get your smoke on barbecue um they do these amazing barbecue nachos with like banana pepper sauce on top of them they're ah, delicious uh, taco tanacos is our local taco truck that everyone loves i mean his line is always around the corner um let's get some of the best best mexican food but um yeah. we have a lot you know and then we obviously have the like fried everything you know it's one of my favorite things to do is to grab some fried snickers and just go sit down in the crowd or no, around some people that don't know who i am you know and just oh, and fried oreos are my biggest weakness i know and i just want to sit there and enjoy them and kind of watch the show as a you know as a fan for a little bit so that's yeah. always my like moment of zen at the festival <laughs> um and yeah, you gotta we, take a break uh, for a few minutes here and there <laughs> yeah yeah and then we have um well west six is our um is our beer sponsor so delicious beers from them and they even do a specialty one from um that they do with our local brewery uh jarfly brewing so that's always fun to, to make sure you get one of the glasses of that special beer and then the wineries, now they bring out like wine slushies and then they also do like a wine sing white wine sangria that is oh, always allowed myself one. Yeah, I'm allowed to have one, but then I'm like, okay, you got a music festival to run. You can't, can't yeah, have you two. <laughs> Usually I'm so dehydrated. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Spend it out anyways. <laughs> right. But gosh, that's, that's quite, so everything from, from barbecue to, to Mexican to uh, pizza. I mean, I, I did read on your website that you could bring a picnic, but why would you want to when you've got such a, a huge right. assortment? Now, I think where the festival's gone on for so long, that's why we had to keep the, the cooler situation where they, you know, we do check and make sure you don't bring in outside alcohol, but just being able to bring, you know, a lot of families have long traditions of bringing these huge picnics and having a huge spread it's kind of like a family reunion type thing. So uh -huh. where that comes in. There you go. Now, does the beer have to stay in the beer garden or can people like run roam freely with it? Oh, you can roam freely with it. Okay. So you can roam freely <laughs> while yeah. you're listening to the music and uh, go wherever you want, sit with whomever you want. So that, that's always a, a, a nice added bonus. Now, in addition to these concessions, Tiffany, an impressive assortment of 
arts and crafts are typically sold as part of MMF. So if you would fill us in on the, the vendors who will be displaying their uh, specialties along with the, the custom creations they'll be selling. Yeah, so this year we decided just to let like actual art vendors in and not, um, you know, not someone that just resells clothes or or something like that. So um, we do have several visual artists, um, you know, that that paint. Um, We also have a lot of jewelry makers. Um, We we're going to have something special this year where you're going to be able to buy a shirt at our merch tent that is white that has our logo and then you can actually tie-dye your own shirt with this one artisan um Keisha Justice with Foggy Hollers going to be there and she's going to be set up where you can just tie-dye your shirt and then she'll put it in a in a baggie for you to take home with you that's neat yeah so I'm excited about that but a, a lot of a lot of jewelry pottery and um and then visual artist that's cool plus you know you can you can tie-dye your own shirt and uh, that'll be that'll be entertaining and and uh, a nice souvenir for you to take home from the festival now are these all local vendors or do we have any coming from out of town oh they're all over the state but but definitely all kentuckians Um, so all kentucky vendors Yes, and and a lot of them are from Somerset, but I'd say out of the 15 or so, um, you know, maybe 75% of them are from Somerset and the rest are from around the... See, so with roughly 15 vendors, I mean, you'd have enough to be entertained even without the music. So (laughs) you combine the the arts and crafts and the music and and what a weekend you've got. And you can hear the music uh, from, from where the vendors will be set up, can't you? Oh, yes, you can hear the music. And we have three stages running. So uh, no matter where you're at on Festival Field, you're going to hear some music at some point. And a lot of room to, you know, we don't want to be that festival where you're standing up, you know, having to be elbow to elbow to someone. Like, we really love that boutique experience where you can walk around and walk to the front of the stage if you want to be in front of the stage, you know. And and then, or if you want to hang back in under a tree, you can do that, too. Sure. So you can you can take your pick, regardless of uh, where and how you choose to to spend your time on site. You you won't be disappointed. Now, uh, while we're on the buying train, Tiffany, I know that we can uh, get in the Master Musicians Festival spirit with unique and affordable merchandise for ourselves, our friends, and our furries. So uh, fill us in, if you would, on the plethora of. MMF themed products for sale to celebrate this one of a kind weekend. Um, so we have a lot of uh, we have a huge merch tent. Obviously, you can buy the bands. All the the bands will be setting up merch, but we have a, a Master Musician Festival merch tent as well. Um, I've actually been working on that today, just trying to make sure we have all the goodies ordered that people would want, and try to be creative with it. Like, yes, we do t-shirts, but we also do, you know, like straw hats and trucker hats and koozies and stickers and glasses and even like record player pads. And and like you said, for the furries, we have bandanas that you can um, tie around your little guys and girls. And, and, um, and then we have cooling rags for sale where you can buy one and we'll dip it in a, in a 
cold bucket of water for you. Those come in handy on those big July days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we, so we just try to um, have a lot array of things for you to for you to purchase, and it and it just goes towards our festival, which is a nonprofit nonprofit festival. So we just try to be creative and and uh, make sure we're making the most out of our day. And since since uh, merchandise for the furries is included, are the furries welcome on site for the festival? They are not, unless oh. it's their medical dog. I know. <laughs> I'm sure all the dogs are shedding tears right now, but they'll still they can still have something neat to wear. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they'll forgive you once once you uh, dress them up in uh, MMF gear, and they'll you know they'll be your friend they again. But uh, yeah. but anyhow, you can purchase some of this merch online too, can't you, Tiffany? Yes, we do have it online, and the new stuff. I'm hoping to have in the next two weeks to put up before the festival. So if you don't want to buy everything at the actual festival, you can, you can purchase online. There you go. So you've got flexibility. You can purchase in person or online, whatever turns your crank. Now, um, why don't you pass along some pertinent information, Tiffany, as far as uh, the availability and purchase of tickets for this year's Master Musicians Festival? So you can purchase tickets um, on our website at mastermusiciansfestival.org. And we, uh, our tickets are only $65 for the entire weekend, which is pretty low when you're thinking oh, yeah. about the type of artists that we're bringing in. And um, for that uh, kind of entertainment and those, those big names that you mentioned, it's, you know, you, you can't complain about the price one bit. Yeah, and that's, you know, and we'll, I think we'll talk later about our sponsorships, but that's where our sponsorships really come in is to be able to keep that that price um, at $65. So, you know, last year we did have to be kind of limited on tickets. This year, you know, obviously there is a sellout point, but there's plenty of room. And, but I just encourage people to go ahead and support us and buy your ticket. And that way we know that we're uh, we're going to be covered this year. Exactly. So, you know, although tickets will be available at the gate, go ahead and get them so you know you'll be ready. And uh, so so you have to buy tickets for for the entire weekend. You can't just like buy them for, for the day. We, we did offer, we have put out some just Friday only tickets um, in case you want to just come for Friday and some Saturday only tickets. So, okay, so there are uh, a few but the of those. better deal is the weekend pass is so affordable. Um, it's a lot more affordable than buying them individually. Right. And, and just being honest, if you miss just one of those two days, look at, look at how much you, you'll be depriving yourself of. You know? right or if, yeah if you just go on saturday you're still paying only 65 dollars for a wonderful day of music you yeah know? exactly yeah 64 for the entertainment that you get just on saturday you'd be paying 65 dollars or better for it a lot of festivals so mm -hmm. so yeah. anyway it's a a lot of bang for for your buck to say the least now uh this first class festival uh couldn't happen tiffany without generous support from donors and volunteers so besides uh, attending MMF and enjoying the shows why don't you tell us how we can give of our time and resources to ensure the continued success of this Somerset staple yeah so the, the there's many ways you can be involved like I said before but you can um, you know whether you're just buying a ticket and being a fan 
or you're coming, if you, you know, if you just can't afford a ticket or you don't want to buy a ticket, there's ways to get a ticket because we need your help setting up the festival field or, hey, work, help us work a gate, like at the gate for a couple of shifts and you earn your ticket for the rest of the weekend. Um, you can also be a, you know, if you're a business in town and you want to ride off because we are a 501c3 and you want to support your local festival, you know, go, go ahead and check out our sponsorship levels. We have everything from a $250 sponsorship level all the way up to a $25,000 sponsorship level. So just depending on what kind of branding you want, you've got 7,500 people that attend. Like, that's a great way to um, get your name um, out oh, there, yeah. but also just to show that you support um so, you know what Somerset has to offer as far as just just being able to support something special in our community I guess is what I mean but yeah exactly and it's and yeah. I'm, I'm glad you noted that even if you can't afford and that ticket is a bargain too but even if you can't afford it you know if you if you pitch in volunteer and support the cause you know you can you can work your way in get your you know on your ticket that way yeah so. and even if you're a business I can't tell you how many businesses that you know, we have tons that support us monetarily, but some, you know, there's things we need. So to, to, that we would have to buy otherwise. So if, you know, you're a business and, you know, for instance, um, like an internet company, you know, right. we need internet. So if you want to become a sponsor and be our internet provider, it's, it's kind of things like that. You know, um, we can make almost anything work, but just contact me on our website, mastermusiciansfestival.org um my email address is on there and you can yes. look at our levels and you can also just contact me and we can just have a conversation about you know what your intentions are and and what we can do to help you although you know you you might have to give her a little time because she might not talk much right away no i'm kidding nah, right i'm like oh, 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 oh. blabbing in the blue group <laughs> but, yes <laughs> you, you fit this show to a t that's why i had you on but, <laughs> but anyway no that's that's to be commended and tiffany would would love to to talk to you as well it's going to be fun it's july the uh 15th and 16th and what are the exact hours each day tiffany so on Friday, we start music at um, four o'clock and we run until about 1130 that night. And then on Saturday, we come back at 1 p.m. and we'll be done about 11 o'clock. I gotcha. And this will be on the lawn at the uh, Somerset Community College. It will be. Yes. And yes, uh, they're a huge sponsor as well, you know, so they <laughs> and, uh, and then we're of course presented by this, uh, city of Somerset as our major sponsor. So, city of Somerset. Yeah. And, uh, so, so they get, they get a plug and not only is a community college, uh, sponsoring they're they're also hosting. So they, they kill two birds with the, with one stone. So come on out and enjoy yourself. That'll be great fun for the kids as well too. Right. Oh gosh, kids. Uh, we really set ourselves apart with just how involved we have the kid with the kids 12 and under you are free kids right. are free 12 and under we offer a kids camp that basically they get to you know make instruments or do balloon water balloon fights or make bracelets that glow in the dark but then we also offer a their own kids set where they get to come and listen to this year it's a uh, 
Tommy Kate's Kids Jam. So a local uh, musician in town, he's a harmonica player. He'll be in there just like the kids can bring their instruments that they make and he'll play songs with them and sing. And it's just like, it's like their own artist that they get to see. How about that? So 12 and under, I'm glad you mentioned they are free and, and uh, they can stay involved with, uh, you know, Tommy Cates and the water balloon fight. I tell you, if, uh, if it's hot enough that day, you might get some adults trying to sneak in there and throw yeah. water balloons. I'm not want to do it too. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a trick. Now, do, do you have any kids, Tiffany? I don't. I don't. That's why I can do. That's why I can sleep and do all these things. <laughs> that's why you can sleep a few hours here and there. Yes, yeah. indeed. So, but if you do have kids, uh, you know, keep that in mind that while you're enjoying the music, so can they, but they can also uh, go in there and, and enjoy the kids camp when they need to, to uh, burn off yeah. some steam. Don't well, get a little break, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> get a little <laughs> reprieve here and there. But uh, anyway, well, Tiffany, this has been great. We've sure learned a lot about the festival. And the last but not least, in 60 seconds or less, not that you're on a tight time clock, but uh, <laughs> anyway, explain why the Master Musicians Festival is uh, the best possible cure for Mr. Alan Jackson's summertime blues and everybody else's for that matter. Well, I would just say, especially this year with gas prices being what they are and people not being able to travel too far, like you have a great experience right here in South, Southeast Kentucky that, you know, you, your significant other, your kids, you know, you can all come to, if you think about it, you could bring uh, four people for $130, you yeah. know, and, and on a less than a tank of gas to to come and enjoy this and, it, and it's just a fun experience that has such a long history and um just it's just fun it's fun to sit out there and just watch everyone have a good time and families and the cool thing is is like the people that are on my board now and the people that are coming to the festival they came when they were little kids and ran around and now they're like the president of our festival you know or See? so they can't imagine life without it yeah so, so um yeah. and like you said four people for 130 dollars, and and not only that you can bring four people with totally different tastes in music and mm -hmm. they can all leave with a big smile on their faces and i can count i'm probably on one hand the amount of places and festivals that uh, that we can say that about so and you can uh, while you're there you can get uh tiffany finley's autograph and uh oh, those, <laughs> those aren't terribly expensive are they tiffany well, you know, give me a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should, I mean, they should be expensive, but I know you'll cut them a deal, especially if you tell them you heard them on blabbing in the bluegrass, right? Yeah. And if you buy a ticket, I'll, I'll give all the autographs you want. Yeah, there you go. An even better deal if you buy a ticket. I just need you to buy a ticket. <laughs> so anyhow, check them out online. Like she said, it's at mastermusiciansfestival.org. You can also check them out. It's a Master Musicians Festival on Facebook. And also it's a, at Master Music Fest on Twitter and Instagram. Am I leaving any social medias out there, Tiffany? No, you're amazing. You did your oh, I don't know about that, but I, <laughs> I do what I can. So we're going to cross our fingers for, for great weather. Well, we know it's not going to rain, don't we? Oh, gosh. Don't even say the R word. 
we we know it's going to be good weather but anyway <laughs> we did have a washout a couple of years ago you know right before the headliner so we're we all got okay. PTSD well no, no wonder the r words <laughs> a cuss word but anyway <laughs> uh, there okay, aren't, we survived. but there aren't too many curveballs that my nature could throw at you that that, that you can't weather so <laughs> i'm gonna knock on wood <laughs> yeah knock on wood exactly so you know pl- make your plans to come regardless of how the forecast looks and and you It'll and your beautiful. you and your it will be beautiful yes indeed and so you and your friends and family are are all gonna have a blast well uh thank you so much tiffany for coming on with us i hope you've enjoyed this as much as i have i have thank you so much well thank you and uh, we look forward to seeing you and all the great talents at uh, MMF July 15th and 16th. Tiffany Finley, you rock. You do. Thank you so much. Now, where else are you going to find Mr. Marty Stewart and Miss Grace Potter on stage in one convenient location? Not at the same time, of course, and thankfully, because we'd want to enjoy both of them, but in the same convenient location in the same festival. Now, those are two names that we often associate with the country music genre, but they both have plenty of tunes uh, outside of the mainstream that we can all wrap our heads around and enjoy, even those of us that aren't country music fans. And uh, these, you know, these are all tunes that, that we need to hear if we haven't already. And even if we have, we need to hear them again because it's it's darn good stuff. Or these people would not be making appearances at the master, master, keyword, <laughs> musicians festival. And uh, not to mention you've got all that regional talent slated to perform. She's really got my curiosity aroused about the boy named Banjo. Plus you've got the Kentucky musicians on tap like Cole Chaney and many, many others. You can get that complete list as well at the uh, Master Musicians Festival webpage, which I will link you to in my show notes as well. So it could not possibly be easier for you to click over there, find out all you need to know, including the lineup. You can contact Tiffany with uh, questions you may have, get your tickets, get your merch, so that you're styling and profiling when you set foot on campus of the Somerset Community College for this year's Master Musicians Festival, well worth the drive from anywhere and everywhere across the Commonwealth and beyond that you may be coming from. And when you think about it, Somerset is really not far from anywhere in Kentucky, especially when you consider the uh, the talent that's scheduled to perform. You, you got to get there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a bargain price and a, a bargain distance, if there is such a thing, for, for what you're going to be seeing and hearing. You're, you're not going to regret making the effort to get there. And we certainly appreciate Tiffany Finley, the executive director, for taking time out of her busy schedule to blab with us about this annual tradition. It has not been so successful for so long for no reason. And if you'd like to let me know about those festivals coming up in your neck of the woods, festival season is in full swing, and I know about a lot of them here in Kentucky, but I certainly don't claim to know about all of them. So shoot me those emails with those details. Bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com is the email address. B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N at gmail.com. That is also the address you need to let me know about other topic suggestions that you may have as long as they are 
connected to Kentucky, I am more than happy to consider them. And I'm also glad to hear from you always via the Blabbit in the Bluegrass Facebook page. And if you're not already liking and following the page, please do me a favor and yourself a favor by uh, doing so because all of my previous shows are there for your listening pleasure. You can stay informed about future plans for the show with teasers that are put out about, oh, once a week or so. You can make comments, leave messages. I always enjoy interacting with my listeners via the Facebook platform, too. Now, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we will come back at you on June the 8th. That is next Wednesday, and as usual, we're going to have more fun then you can shake a stick at. But it won't be nearly as much fun if you don't grace me with your presence. So make your plans to come back and we'll learn even more about this great state that most of us call home, okay? But until we part ways for this time around, one last order of business to tend to. We need to reveal the answer of this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster from the beginning of the program Perfect for my history buffs. It's right up your alley. I wanted to know what was the biggest Civil War battle ever fought in Kentucky. That was the Battle of Perryville. The Battle of Perryville fought in Boyle County. That was the largest Civil War battle fought in Kentucky. Unfortunately, the number of casualties were massive. It was over 4,000 for the Union, over 3,000 for the Confederacy. And uh, General Braxton Bragg of Mississippi, a little bit of a tongue twister there, General Braxton Bragg from the Confederacy, his army surrendered and uh, withdrew to Tennessee. And from that point, Kentucky was a stronghold for the Union for the uh, remaining portion of the Civil War. But the Battle of Perryville in Boyle County, that was... The largest Civil War battle ever fought here in the Bluegrass. So come on back next week for another Bluegrass Brain Buster. A lot more great conversation and information. Also, make sure that you listen to Blabbit in the Bluegrass and subscribe free of charge via Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and or Verbal. They are all free. They are all easy to access. So absolutely no excuse for you not to be here when we meet again next week. And until we do so, do me a favor. You know your assignment. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide because we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.